So what do the Dinos do at the five? Outside blitz is on by the T-Birds, oh. and Ennis throws into the end zone. The ball is caught in full stride. Pulled in, touchdown, Dinos. Pulled in by Mikhail and Desjardins. Yeah, that wasn't what I was expecting. We were hoping for a <laughs> Peters game. Here's Morty Scott doing an ounce call, though. He's waiting. He's pumping once. Now he's taking off. He's now across the 10. He's across the 5. The deuce is loose. Touchdown, Elks. Trey Ford into the end zone. He'll take the first pie out of the oven, and the Elks take a 6-1 lead. All right. There's Mark Steven, there's Morley Scott, the voices of the Calgary Stampeders, the Edmonton Alks. Mark, of course, QR Calgary, Morley, 630 Chad in Edmonton. Those are the voices you're going to hear at 5 o'clock Monday afternoon as the Stamps host the Elks in the annual Labor Day Classic. Uh, Stamps going to try and hold off the surging Elks. Okay, I'm torquing it, I'm torquing it. They got two wins. Stamps only got three, uh, but it should be a lot of fun. Mark, Morley, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thanks for being here, guys. Yeah, enjoying it. Uh, looking forward to the game on Monday for sure. That's what it's about, Mark. That's the whole point here, right? We're looking forward to the game. I don't know if two weeks ago we could have said that, I, especially up when you're talking about elk country here. I think people were starting to almost lose hope, but we're talking about looking forward to a game on Labor Day. That's fantastic for all of us, isn't it? Well, I think so. You know, in the sense that it maintains interest and uh, maintains enthusiasm for the game. I mean, you know, no question about it. The Stampeders have been looking ahead to see if they can catch Saskatchewan, but now they've got to keep an eye on the Elks who are right behind them. And, you know, under the uh, some set of circumstances here, could find themselves ahead of the Stampeders by the end of the weekend if they sweep the series. They certainly could. Yeah, Morley. And, I mean, that kind of talk, I mean, there, there's some buzz. There's a little wind in the sails of the Edmonton Elks. Yeah, they got some swagger back. They got a little spark. It all happened, I think, three weeks ago when during their bye week they made the changes at OC and at quarterback. Yeah. And since then, they've been a different team. I mean, Trey Ford has really lit something under this offense. Uh, they they didn't win the first game, but uh, they came out of the shoot fast and took a 22 nothing lead over Winnipeg before that kind of fizzled and the, and the Bombers chipped away at it like they tend to do and won the football game. But then they went to Hamilton and won, came home, ended the home losing streak with a win over Ottawa last Sunday. So, yeah, clearly uh, they're playing as, as well as they've played all season long, maybe as well as they played in the last two or three seasons. It's the first time they've won two in a row since – winning on Labor Day in 2021. They're looking for their first three-game win streak since 2018. So uh, <laughs> we haven't had a lot of good times with the Edmonton uh, football team for a while. No, it's been a while. But you know what, Morley? You and I were talking uh, about good times with the Edmonton Football Club, and you could feel it with the second win, what happened after the game down on the turf. I'm talking about the fans. I'm not talking about the football team. The fans seem to be having fun around Edmonton football again. It was a pretty special moment. Uh, they always let the fans come down, the kids uh, and their parents come down onto the field and run around for about 15 minutes, and then they kind of usher them off, and, and off they go. Uh, but it looked like on Sunday they let everybody down. Anybody who wanted to go down and, and get on the field, they let down, and they let them probably stay out there for probably a, a half an hour longer than they normally do. Everybody was just running around having a great time. I, I hear that at uh, at, at halftime, the game, the the concourses were a buzz, and people were having a good time at Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, the last couple of games they played here, including the Winnipeg game, people were having a good time for the first time in a long yeah. time. We know how long it's been, and uh, it's great to have that buzz back. The fans, they would come by our booth 
you know, we've got a group of fans who always come by our booth and give us a wave after every game. Uh, they've been sad for three years. Uh, <laughs> on Sunday, they waved with a smile on their face. <laughs> no kidding. What a turnaround. What's it like in Calgary, Mark? Um, Stampeders, always strong, always strong. Just three wins this year, though. So what's the mood like around the football club in Calgary? Well, I think there's a fair bit of concern about the direction. Yeah, three and eight is not very good. And if the playoffs opened up today, they're on the outside looking in for the playoffs, something that hasn't happened since 2004. There's a real concern about how erratic the team has been this year, that sometimes one unit will be tremendous, other units uh, just don't support them. And, you know, you talk about their three-game losing streak. Well, the first game of it, they were outclassed by BC, no debating that. But they lost 19-18 to to Winnipeg here. You know, tell me what the problem is there. That's an offense that didn't fire. But then last week in Toronto, they threw four touchdown passes. And, you know, they did lose to the Argos. But, uh, you know, where's the problem? It's not the offense. They fixed that. Then the defense uh, couldn't get the job done. So it's been a pretty erratic uh, showing by the team overall this year. What about off the field in terms of, you know, attendance, just enthusiasm, community support? What's that been like? Well, it's been a bit of a problem. It's been trending downhill for the last uh, couple of seasons, and certainly they've got some work to do to bring back fans that uh, just kind of, uh, you know, uh, during the COVID time, they just said, you know what, i got better time, you know, better ways to spend my time and my money here, and a lot of them left and never came back. Uh, The stadium has become an issue, or uh, people just use it. Maybe it's not the only reason they choose not to go or not to go to as many games, but it's a problem. It's a decaying, aging facility, and you know, just doesn't have the amenities that make it a comfortable experience. Taking a look at these two clubs, Morley, uh, Calgary, Edmonton, perennial contenders. I mean, you know, there's been a couple of down years here and there, but by and large, these are the two teams that, you know, are sort of in the running in the West final almost all the time. Um, how important is it that these franchises get back into that sort of level of flagship franchises in the CFL? Well, I think when you look at it from, you know, the, the small picture, it's important in every city, right? That a team be, it does well and is able to do what you want to do to create some excitement and some buzz. Uh, the Elks have been doing it the last couple of weeks. Stan Peters have had some issues this year, as, as Mark said. The Elks, of course, have had some issues this year as well, starting with nine straight losses. Uh, but it's amazing to me how things can turn around so quickly. I mean, uh, for, for two teams that, in 22 combined games this year have just five combined wins. There's a lot riding on not only the Labor Day game, but the rematch back in Edmonton on Saturday. And I think that's going to, it's going to be, if one team sweeps, it's going to be great for them and their fan base. It will create so much more of a buzz. Even if they split, I think it'll still keep both teams uh, in the playoff hunt. So it's, it's weird how two, I don't want to say bad teams, but two teams with bad records, are playing such important football games over the next two weeks. Yeah, really, really important games. Mark, um, in terms of success on the field, like these are these are two really, really big games. There's no question about it. How important is it in Calgary? I mean, Edmonton, I think at this point, the two wins is sort of everybody's got a whole new look at things. Um, you know, I mean, how important is it that Calgary win these games? Well, I think huge because, uh, you know, should they win those two games, They'd be at five and eight, and then if Winnipeg does their magic, beat Saskatchewan twice, the Stampeders would pull uh, right even with Saskatchewan, and that you know would be the final playoff spot. And they have one meeting remaining in October here in Calgary, so it's really important. But let's flip the uh, script the other way. If the Stamps fall to three and ten, losing both yeah. of these games, yeah. you know I think you're down to those 
odd mathematical improbabilities of making the playoffs. So it's very important, you know, and Calgary has a lengthy playoff streak, as I mentioned, last missed the playoffs in 2004. So uh, being in the playoffs is kind of a given here uh, until this year. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, It's just, it's really unusual to be talking about the Stampeders not being, you know, it's not a matter of where they're going to finish in terms of the playoffs, but whether or not they're going to make the playoffs. Okay, yeah. are, are we in the business of predictions here, guys? Does anybody want to go out on a limb and say what's going to happen on Monday? Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Mark, you're up. <laughs> I think the Stampeders will pull it together and win in a fairly narrow fashion. It'll be a good competitive game, but I think they'll win 27-20. Okay. Morley? Uh, I think uh, I think the Elks will ride momentum. I mean, isn't that what I have to say now, right? I, I, I do believe the Elks have played so much better, and I, and I know Calgary has some issues on defense and the Elks offense is playing very well right now. I'm going to call I'm going to call an Edmonton win. Give them by a touchdown. Okay. Can the Elks win too? Can they win two more? Can they leapfrog the Stampeders over the course of the next what, eight, nine days here? Well, I, I wish I would have uh, counted this up because I'd like to be a smartlock now and say it's been 13 days since their last <laughs> loss at home, so maybe they're going to get on a roll, right? I know everybody was counting the days between wins. Uh, so, uh, I, you know, it, momentum is, is it happens, and when you get going, and especially when you yeah. get going against the same team, yeah, they could. And, and then all of a sudden you got four wins, and if Saskatchewan loses both their games to Winnipeg in their Labor Day series, all of a sudden if Edmonton wins two, they're just a win behind Saskatchewan. Oh, and who do they play the week after? They play the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So, uh, there's a really good chance for the for the Ox to get on a roll. This we've talked a lot about this part of the schedule. Uh, they played uh, Hamilton, Ottawa, Calgary twice, and Saskatchewan, and and those are all the teams that are just above them in the standings. So far, it's fallen right. They've got two wins through the first two games. We'll see how it goes the next three. Okay, Mark. Sounds like Morley's taking the Elks back to back. You taking the Stamps back to back? You're going to split. I'm not going to split at all. I think the Snaps will uh, get it together. I think the, uh, they've seen the other side of the mountain. They don't like it. Yeah. So the fact that their playoff uh, hopes are staring them uh, very much in the face. Let's not kid anybody mm-hmm. and undersell it here. They are uh, facing it, and I think that will spark them to a sweep. Fantastic. Shay, Shay, I just want to say that I just hope everybody has fun and the orange slices are fresh. That's all that matters, really. <laughs> That's yeah. what it comes That's to. Right. You know what? In a, in a way, Morley, you're right. Like, I mean, this, this fact that this, uh, this game's going to happen, let's hope the buildings are packed, everybody has a good time, and we come away from this. A split would be fine if everybody's smiling at the end of the day and a little, little interest has been generated. I'll take that. Yeah, I will too. I, I think that would be great because, I mean, it's, it's great to have the product sure talking about CFL football right now like they are. And, you know, it's a marquee weekend for most teams in the CFL. I mean, there's no guarantee who plays in the Grey Cup, but teams are guaranteed this exciting weekend, so uh, make the most of it. Absolutely. Guys, enjoy the game. Um, we'll be listening, and uh, we'll see what happens and uh, heading after these two games. Big ones. Mark, Stephen, Morley, Scott, thank you, guys.